नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नमो वासुदेवाय नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय It is my great honor and fortune to be with each of you today. Before commencing our class from Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, let us um, offer some moments of prayer and gratitude for His Holiness Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj. He's the very life and soul of so many of our hearts, a person who is one of those rare intimate personal associates of his divine grace, Srila Prabhupada, and a person who's given his body, his mind, his words, his very soul to be an instrument of Srila Prabhupada's compassion in every possible way to uplift, to care for, to guide countless people throughout the world. <laughs> and now, by the inconceivable arrangement of higher powers, his health is in a crisis. When Srila Prabhupada had health crisis that was quite serious, he would teach all of us the appropriate way to pray to Krishna. The prayer was, my dear Lord Krishna, if it is your desire, please restore the health of our spiritual master so that he can be with us for many years to come. This, my dear Lord Krishna, if it is your desire, is so much at the very heart of true Vaishnavism. Samsidhir Haditoshanam. Ultimately, our whole life is to please Krishna. And for a saintly devotee, a true Mahatma, like Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj, he's completely, totally in Krishna's hands. Mahatmanastumam parata daivim prakriti mashata. 
Krishna tells in Bhagavad Gita that the great souls who are engaged in his loving service, they are under my internal potency, my divine potency. Because Bhakti Charu Maharaj, from the very beginning of his connection with Srila Prabhupada, and for every moment since, he has offered in completeness his body, his mind, his words, his very soul. And Srila Prabhupada would tell us that when one surrenders to the Guru and Krishna, then everything in our life becomes our Guru and Krishna's property. And Krishna takes complete control, according to how we take shelter of him. So we can know that whatever Srila Prabhupada and Sri Sri Radha Madhava desire for Bhakti Charu Maharaj is what will be. He has given his life to them. And on their behalf, he has given his life to all of us. And we need him. So it is our prayer. It is our begging to Krishna. If it is your desire, we need him. This world needs him. And along with this prayer, we have faith that in whatever situation Krishna arranges, our Guru is always with us. Perhaps in Vapu, perhaps in his eternal presence of Vani. Bhakti Charu Maharaj is teaching all of his friends and followers how to surrender. And even in this situation, he's teaching us on a very deep level how to surrender. We are hope against hope, praying and begging that he may be with us for a long time to come physically and spiritually, if it is Srila Prabhupada and Krishna's desire. So let us take a few moments, each of us, from the very altar of our consciousness, our hearts, let us offer this prayer. I thank you very much. Devotees of Sri Sri Radha Gopinath Temple in Mumbai have organized this class and they have given me a particular verse to, to give class from because it's the time of the year of Ratha Yatra. 
In fact, where I am now today is the very auspicious holy day of Gundicha Marjana, the day of the cleansing of the Gundicha temple, a pastime in which Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught his devotees through his words and through his example, how to clean our hearts to make it a pleasing place for Krishna to reside and to reveal himself to us. The verses from Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhya Lila, chapter 13, text 60. Raja Rautucha Seva Deki Prabhura Tushta Seta Prasadi Paila Rahasya Darshana Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had been very satisfied to see the king accept the menial task of sweeping the street. And for this humility, the king received the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He could therefore observe the mystery of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's activities. Purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. The mystery of the Lord's activities is described by Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Lord Jagannath was astonished to see the transcendental dancing and chanting of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And he stopped his car just to see the dancing. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then danced in such a mystical way that he pleased Lord Jagannath. The seer and the dancer were one and the same supreme person. But the Lord, being one and many at the same time, was exhibiting the variegatedness of his pastimes. This is the meaning behind his mysterious exhibition. By the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the king could understand how the two of them were enjoying each other's activities. Another mysterious exhibition was Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's simultaneous presence in seven groups. By the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the king could understand that also. Om Ajnantimirandasya Gyananjana Chalakaya Chakshurun Militam Jena Tasmai Sri Kudabe Namaha Nama Om Vishnupadaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swami Nitti Namine 
नमस्ते सरस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषा शून्यवारी पश्चतारिणे वंशकूब्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः श्री कृष्णा चैतन्य प्रभु निनंदाधर श्रीवासुरी गौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे Rath Yatra is a pastime, a meditation, a festival, which Shri Prabhupada explained to represent bringing Krishna back into our hearts. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu during this Ratayatra festival revealed that it's a festival for the general public to raise consciousness of people it's a time for incredible preaching outreach and it's also a meditation on the deepest transcendental mellows of the loving devotion of shri brindavan dham where shri radharani and the brijabasis after many years of separation are bringing krishna back to brindavan how to understand these things and all the incredible details of the path of bhakti in this verse the window is opening for us to actually see lord chaitanya is revealing to us krishna reveals the truths of the true heart of our guru's desires of his own desires according to our surrender and this surrender is very much interconnected with our humility and our eagerness to feel oneself a very menial servant prataparudra maharaj was a great king who had vast treasury beautiful family he had military 
and whole entire governments under his control and practically all the people, the millions of people within his kingdom, they loved him. Such a person at the time of Ratiatra took the role of a street sweeper. And the Supreme Lord doesn't just see the external of what we do, but as Srila Prabhupada explains, he sees our intention, our purpose. King Prataparudra, with all of his power and his wealth and his grandeur, he was honestly just doing it as a servant of the Lord. He considered nothing as mine. I'm a caretaker of all my people and all my property because it's not mine. It all belongs to Lord Jagannath. So in this mood, he was actually revealing his heart as a simple sweeper of the street. And when Lord Chaitanya saw that, he decided, I will bestow my complete mercy upon King Prataparudra. And in this particular verse, because of the king's humble service attitude, as the way he expressed his surrender, Lord Chaitanya revealed what very few people could ever understand. We can to some extent, know these things intellectually or the, the, no, theoretically or philosophically, but to actually understand it can only take place by Krishna's grace. The basis of the path of bhakti is the true treasures of spiritual life are given to us by Krishna, when Krishna sees our sincerity, when Krishna sees that we're serving without ulterior motives, when Krishna sees we're take sh taking shelter of him in the chanting of his holy names. So Lord Chaitanya revealed to King Prataparudra that Lord Jagannath and himself were one and the same person. And Lord Jagannath was in the mood of Krishna, returning to Brindaban. And Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was in the mood of the Mahabhav, the supreme, all-inclusive love of Srimati Radharani. And in that love was dancing for Jagannath, was praying for Jagannath. And interesting, before the kirtan, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself presented a prayer. Gopi Bhartur Padakamaliyora Dasa 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 Anudas. That I'm none of the designations of this world. My true identity, my true aspiration is to be the servant of the servant of the servant, the Anu, the very small servant of all your servants. O Lord of Gopis, 
he could he could see that he could feel that he was a part of this pastime and he could also see what very few people could see how the lord reciprocates with the love of each of his devotees there were seven kirtan parties and lord chaitanya had expanded himself to be in each and every one of them and each of the kirtan parties and each individual in each kirtan party was thinking lord chaitanya is only with me the inconceivable nature of the achintya shakti which is most manifested in its fullest form when krishna reciprocates with the love of his devotees like in the rasa lila when krishna expanded himself to dance with each and every gopi and every gopi was thinking he's only with me lord chaitanya enacted that same mood of pastime during the ratiyatra and the king could see it why because lord chaitanya was pleased that he was really feeling himself a menial humble servant our own beloved Srila Prabhupada and the Jala Dutta revealed that same sweet mood of love and surrender. When he prayed to Krishna, I'm your puppet. Just let me dance, let me dance, let me dance, however you want me to dance. This was such a prominent mood that Lord Chaitanya taught us. It's not just a part of our teachings. It's it's meant to be interwoven in every aspect of a devotee's life to feel this mood of being truly a humble servant. And today being Gundicha Marjana, it was revealed in a special way by Lord Chaitanya himself. In order to prepare Lord Jagannath to come to Gundicha, not only to be happy there, but also to give darshan to everyone, Lord Chaitanya personally took a broom in his hands and he gave a broom to each of his devotees. Ramananda Rai was a great governor official. Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya was like the guru of the king. There were so many great Brahmins, so many great scholars, and Lord Chaitanya personally with his own hands gave each of them a broom. And not only did he teach it, but he exemplified it. How he and everybody swept with such gratitude and such enthusiasm for the pleasure of the Lord. By taking this role of truly a humble servant once heart is cleansed cleansed shushushoshadanasya vasudeva kataruchi syan mahatsevaya vipra punyatiratana sevanat shrimad bhagavatam tells us that when we get a taste for hearing and chanting about krishna krishna is so pleased he cleans he cleans our hearts and reveals himself but in order to get that taste we must 
with this type of sincerity and humility, serve the great souls. How Lord Chaitanya exemplified it personally, how he revealed it through King Prataparudra, and another story, Ishwarapuri. Lord Chaitanya accepted him among all the disciples of Madhavendra Puri, among all the great Vaishnavas, he accepted him as his guru. Why? Ishwarapuri was a sannyasi. He was a great scholar. But at the last phase of his Guru Maharaj, Madhavendra Puri's life, Ishwarapuri <clears throat> was at his bedside <clears throat> offering personal service. <clears throat> the most menial, most simple service. But for him, he considered this to be the greatest treasure. For the pleasure of his Guru Maharaj, with his heart, with his soul, he dedicated with, with greater gratitude and honor than even worshiping the deity on the altar. He would clean the excrement from his guru's body. Lord Chaitanya took initiation and surrendered his life to him for this example, because he was so blessed by his guru. This is how Lord Chaitanya wanted to stress this principle for us. We could, we could theoretically know things but realization comes through this mood of service. The true treasures of Krishna's presence in his holy names comes through this mood of service. Trinarapi sunichena taror ibasahishnuna amani namanadena kirtaniya sadahari. And at this particular time, I'm personally meditating on how His Holiness Bhakti Charuswami Maharaj was very much following in the footsteps of Ishwarapuri. Bhakti Charu Maharaj, he was born and raised in an aristocratic family in Calcutta. He was very highly educated eloquent in every way. But the perfection of his life, he has always considered was the opportunity he had to follow in the footsteps of Ishwara Puri and be at Srila Prabhupada's bedside during the closing pastimes of Srila Prabhupada's Leela in this world. With such a grateful heart, offering such menial service, giving medicine, cleaning Srila Prabhupada's body, cleaning Srila Prabhupada's utensils,
revealing his heart to Srila Prabhupada of his gratitude and his love through his words, through his thoughts, and through his active service. For the closing nine months of Srila Prabhupada's time in this physical world, practically always Bhakti Charu Maharaj was at his bedside, serving with such deep faith. When Srila Prabhupada was physically incapacitated, he was there. Srila Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj, he made famous a beautiful song, or let us say a verse from Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. Tavakatamritam taptajivanam. This particular verse is from the Gopi Gita, the very heart of the heart of the Srimad Bhagavatam. The prayers of the Gopis love and separation from Krishna. And it's very special because it's so connected to this pastime of Lord Chaitanya reciprocating with Prataparudra. We have just spoken about King Prataparudra's humble service and Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu deciding to give mercy to him. And that mercy came to its crescendo in a little garden at the time of the Balagandi during the Ratiyatra, when Lord Chaitanya laid on a raised platform to rest and all his devotees were resting nearby under different trees. And at that time with the blessings of all the devotees, King Prataparudra came to massage Lord Chaitanya's feet and legs. He was incognito. He was in the dress of a simple Vaishnava. And he was told by Sarvabhoma Bhattacharya and Ramananda Rai to sing this beautiful song of the Gopi Gita, Jayati Te Dikam. When Lord Chaitanya heard it, he said, go on reciting, go on reciting. And when he came to this particular verse, Tavakatamritam Tapta Jivanam, describing the glories of the sound vibration of Krishna's names, pastimes, and his extraordinary qualities. How they purify the heart, they awaken love. And anyone who's broadcasting those glories is the most munificent. Lord Chaitanya pretending he didn't know who the king was. He embraced him again and again. He wept tears on the king and he cried out, you are the most munificent, you are the most munificent. And then he revealed, he revealed his divine opulence to King Prataparudra. He revealed his true identity as Krishna. 
he awakened in full King Prataparudra's original love, his prema. When Lord Chaitanya asked the king, who are you? The king with all honesty said, I am the servant of the servant of your servants. And my only aspiration is to be the servant of the servant of your servants. And Srila Prabhupada explains that this is the highest aspiration, the most cherished benediction for a true devotee. In this beautiful pastime, because King Pratap Purudra took this humble service attitude and was constantly remembering Krishna in this mood, Lord Chaitanya revealed his special mercy. Just as Madhavendra Puri, the highest realizations and the Lord as his own disciple was revealed in reciprocation to his humble service. Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj, in making this verse so famous through his most loving, heartfelt, devotional, prayerful singing, and at a certain time after Maharaj recorded this, wherever I would travel, anyone or anywhere in the world, I would hear devotees playing Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj singing this wonderful song. Singing a song which glorifies Srila Prabhupada, who broadcast them this message and revealed himself by Krishna's grace to be most munificent. And also um, glorifying this very message of Lord Chaitanya, that, that this was in reciprocation of Trinada Bisuni Chena, of King Prataparudra's very humble service. Bhakti Charu Maharaj was a spiritual seeker. And at a certain time, he traveled to the Middle East and to Europe, to Germany, to broaden his understanding of the purpose and goal of life. It's interesting, um, due to the influence of the British in India and later of America and Germany, um, so much of what was valued by the Indian people was the materialistic advancement of the West. In fact, when Srila Prabhupada came to America, he would sometimes say, people are trying to come from India to take what the West has, their material comforts and prosperity. But I have come to give the culture of India the culture of pure devotional service.
which is really at the heart of all religions everywhere. So Bhakti Charu Maharaj went to the West and there he, he had a realization of the glories of the great treasures and gift of the spiritual culture of India. And he returned to India seeking a spiritual teacher. Sometimes Bhakti Charu Maharaj on a personal level would share with me that we were soul brothers in a way because at exactly the time, same time in 1970, I was leaving the West traveling overland to India to look for spiritual life. And Bhakti Charu Maharaj was traveling west for the same purpose. And of course, I don't remember or recall that we ever physically and personally met on that level, but we, we both had the same intention at the same time. And he was going west and I was going east. And ultimately he returned to the east and being such a effulgent, intelligent and sincere seeker of the truth, wherever he went, any spiritual teachers, they, they longed for a person like this. So he traveled for some years, reading books, meeting different gurus and sages and yogis, and at a certain time, he was given the nectar of devotion. A book by Srila Rupa Goswami that was translated in summary by his divine grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada would often tell us that I am in my books. In fact, Srila Prabhupada would give more emphasis to being with him in his books than he would in Vapu, in physical proximity. One time, just to illustrate this, and I think it was in Calcutta, Devotees were saying how much they wanted to be with Prabhupada close. And Prabhupada said, who is the closest person to me at this moment? And nobody said anything. And there was a fly on his body. And he said, he's the closest. But what is his benefit? There's certainly benefit. <laughs> but the idea is in pleasing our guru that's where we really have an intimate relationship. Prabhupada said, this fly is closest, but simply causing me disturbance. When Srila Prabhupada said, I'm in his books, I'm in the heart of a devotee who's serving my mission, that's an eternal teaching. And time and geography 
can never limit that. So when Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj was reading Nectar of Devotion, he was reading with such eagerness, with such appreciation, and with such faith that directly Srila Prabhupada was personally speaking to him through each word. As Srila Prabhupada could speak to each and every one of us if we follow in the footsteps of great souls like Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj. He accepted Prabhupada as his guru by reading this book. And he tells, Maharaj tells that just after reading the book, he had a wonderful dream of Srila Prabhupada. And we don't believe it was a dream. We believed it was, we believe it was a divine vision where Srila Prabhupada actually came to him. And at that time, he surrendered his body, mind, words, and life to Srila Prabhupada as his guru. He went to Mayapur, Calcutta, and he was so eager to meet Srila Prabhupada. And with all the devotees there in Calcutta and Mayapur, he was engaged in very menial services. He was engaged in hard work, but everything was divine. In devotional service, the particular thing we do is not what is high or low. It is our intention. King Prataparudra sweeping the street was the highest thing he ever did. Ishwara Puri cleaning the urine and stool from his guru's body was the highest thing because it pleased, it pleased the Lord. So Bhakti Charu Maharaj, like so many of Srila Prabhupada's disciples, was so grateful for the opportunity to offer any service. There was no wealth in the world that could compare. The famous example is when Giriraj Swami Maharaj, my beloved mentor and god brother, was living in such a such a poverty condition in the jungles of Bombay, in Juhu, um, his parents came and offered him millions of dollars to go home. And he honestly told them that the greatest wealth, the greatest treasure of my life is rendering this service to my spiritual master. And he meant it from the core of his heart and how Srila Prabhupada was pleased and how Srila Prabhupada blessed him and is blessing him forever. In its, Bhakti Charu Maharaj was, he had no rank, he had no position, he was just serving. And he was longing to meet Srila Prabhupada, but he understood that the real meeting is in the service. 
when it came to the time of Kumbh Mela in 1977, um, Bhavananda Prabhu invited Bhakti Charu Maharaj to come with him to meet Srila Prabhupada. And I consider this to be something very special because our sampradaya, we are all rupanugas, which means our very purpose in life and the means of all of our spiritual progress is in following in the footsteps of Srila Rupa Goswami. It was at the same time of the year, the month of Magh, during a Mela, that Rupa Goswami met Lord Chaitanya at Prayag. And it was there that Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu instructed Rupa Goswami for about 10 days on the banks of the river Ganga, Yamuna and Saraswati. And it was there that Lord Chaitanya gave the seeds of knowledge and wisdom and grace in which the nectar of devotion could be written and so many other transcendental literatures of Rupa Goswami. So Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj, his first connection through Vani of Srila Prabhupada was reading Nectar of Devotion. And his first physical association with Srila Prabhupada was at the very place where Lord Chaitanya spoke and empowered Rupa Goswami to write the Nectar of Devotion, the Bhakti Dasamrita Sindhu. It was there at Prayag that Bhakti Charu Maharaj had the opportunity to personally hear from Srila Prabhupada. In the background, personally render services to Srila Prabhupada. And through the mercy of um, the Vaishnavas, um, connected with the Kumbha Mela, on the train returning back to Calcutta is where Bhakti Charu Maharaj was given one of the most intimate, historical, special services to Srila Prabhupada's heart. The nectar of devotion and the teachings of Lord Chaitanya to Rupa Goswami and Sanatana Goswami were given in Bengali and Sanskrit. Srila Prabhupada, he lived at Prayag too. He had his Prayag pharmacy. In fact, his divine grace Srila Prabhupada was given both first and second initiation at Prayag by Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada at the Rupanuga Gaudiya Math. Srila Prabhupada was initiated by Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur 
in the same place that Rupa, that Rupa Goswami was given teachings and mercy and blessings by Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And that is where Bhakti Charu Maharaj had his first personal physical contact with Srila Prabhupada. And it was at that time he was given this instruction to translate Srila Prabhupada's books, all of them, in the Bengali language. Now, Srila Prabhupada's books by that time, 1977, were being translated in many languages of the world. But Bengali was the very language of Srila Prabhupada's own native tongue. It was the language of Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda and Gadadhar Pandit and Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur and Bhakti Vinod Thakur and the six Goswamis and Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur. They were all coming from that Bengali background. Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, Sri Chaitanya Bhagavat are primarily written in Bengali with profuse Sanskrit verses. Srila Prabhupada translated from the Sanskrit and Bengali to English. And now for the first time, he's asking someone to translate these books into the original language of Bengali. Srila Prabhupada had just met Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj. He was not even initiated. And yet Srila Prabhupada could see something in him. He could appreciate him so in such a special way that he gave him this very intimate personal service. Like taking water from the Ganges and offering it back to the Ganges. The literatures like Chaitanya Charitamrita were coming from Bengali, given to the world by Srila Prabhupada, and Prabhupada is now offering it back into the Bengali language through the loving heart of Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj. Now, translating all his books is really a task. All the Srimad Bhagavatam, all the Chaitanya Charitamrita, the Nectar of Devotion, the Sri Ishopanishad, all the small books, um, Shri, uh, the Bhagavad Gita. But Bhakti Charu Maharaj immediately accepted the service. He tells how he considered himself totally unqualified. And that's how he felt. But Srila Prabhupada saw that his feeling himself unqualified was his qualification. Because when we really feel ourselves unqualified, but we're sincere and we're serious and we're willing to give our life with, without ulterior motives, then Krishna and Guru empowers us. Srila Prabhupada told him that if you just do it through your practice. 
you will learn. What he was really saying, if you just surrender to my instruction, I will, I will empower you. This dynamic of receiving difficult instructions is so much part of our parampara. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur went the first day he met Srila Prabhupada. They weren't even introduced to one another. At their first meeting, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur saw something so special in him. He told him, you should take the message of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and you should spread it in the English language all over the world. And Srila Prabhupada considered it impossible, but he sincerely gave his best and how he felt his Guru Maharaj at every moment empowering him with love. And following in Srila Prabhupada's footsteps, when they first met, Srila Prabhupada hardly knew Bhakti Charu Maharaj, yet he's giving this instruction. All my books translate back in the Bengali language. He took it as his life and soul. And soon after that, Srila Prabhupada, um, he entrusted Bhakti Charva Maharaj with a, another very, very special service. Srila Prabhupada went to the West to spread Krishna consciousness, but he actually put so much of his time in reawakening Krishna consciousness in India. He had already established the groundbreaking for Juhu Mumbai, for Krishna Balaram in, in, in Brindaban, the Chandradaya Mandir in um, Mayapur Dham, and there were temples already in Delhi and so many parts of India in Madras. Srila Prabhupada was really developing things in India and putting his best people and many of his much of his funds from the BBT and other places to develop these projects in India. But there were very few, very educated, unmotivated, serious devotees who were from India at that time. It was mostly people he brought in from the West that were serving his projects. Here is this uninitiated boy that Srila Prabhupada's just personally meeting for the first time, just coming from Prayag at the Kumbha Mela. And he's giving him not only the service of translating all his books in the sacred language of Bengali, but he gave him the service of being his personal secretary for India, which means going through and helping Srila Prabhupada answer all the letters and communications all over India. In Mayapur, 
Srila Prabhupada went to Bhuvaneshwar from Calcutta and then back in Mayapur, um, Bhakti Charu Maharaj was just with the devotees for some months. Srila Prabhupada gave him both first and second initiation. And then just a couple months later, Srila Prabhupada gave Bhakti Charu Maharaj sannyas. Within a matter of months, he took first, second, and sannyas initiation. How is that? At that time, devotees were waiting years to get first initiation. Like Kaur Govinda Swami Maharaj, Srila Prabhupada saw something so special in Bhakti Charu Maharaj. He gave him all three of these initiations. He entrusted Gaur Govinda Maharaj to translate all of his books into Oriya, another one of the sacred, sacred languages of our parampara. Srila Prabhupada could see in these great saints something that nobody else could see except Krishna, who they really were. Who could understand where these devotees were? Are coming from. Krishna was sending them. Srila Prabhupada told that devotees like this, his Guru Maharaj and Krishna are sending them to help with this great mission. Bhakti Charu Maharaj was soon given the service of being Srila Prabhupada's personal servant, attendant. And this was during the time when Srila Prabhupada was closing his Leela in this world. How menial, how simple, how loving and devotional was the service that Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj was offering. And Srila Prabhupada was reciprocating. When they were in Rishikesh, Srila Prabhupada went there to, to see if it was, if Krishna wanted his health to be restored. And one, one night, it was sometime around midnight, the only people in the dark room were Srila Prabhupada and Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj. And Srila Prabhupada revealed something so profoundly intimate and deep, we can never understand. He said to Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj that it is time for me to leave this world. Take me to Brindaban. He chose to give this message to his loving servant. Bhakti Charu Maharaj the next morning informed Prabhupada's personal secretary, Tamal Krishna Goswami Maharaj. And they brought Srila Prabhupada back to Vrindavan. And it was there that Bhakti Charu Maharaj was constantly in the service, the personal service of Srila Prabhupada. He was translating the books into Bengali he was a general secretary for India 
and he was rendering this personal service day and night for nine months. And he was at Srila Prabhupada's bedside at that um, inconceivably traumatic moment for our hearts when Srila Prabhupada in the loving hands of Srimati Radharani and Sri Shamsundar departed from the physical world only to make his presence deeper and more tangible in the hearts of the sincere devotees who were truly trying to follow his instructions. Now, sometimes I think Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj, he only was in Prabhupada's association for nine months, but he had more association he joined in 1976. He first met Prabhupada in 1977, and he had more association with Srila Prabhupada physically than 99% of Srila Prabhupada's disciples. Such an incredible fortune. And his whole life was sharing that fortune he received. That's just who Bhakti Charuswami Maharaj is. Whatever he receives, he wants to share. And during those nine months, he was Srila Prabhupada's cook also. And Srila Prabhupada personally taught him so many wonderful traditional Bengali recipes of how to cook. And Later on, um, Prabhupada loved his cooking. And later, Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj taught his disciples that same cooking. And it was one of his greatest joys to invite um, God brothers and God sisters and followers and general devotees and general people to come to his, to his rooms wherever they were in Mayapur and Calcutta and in to, to the houses of his disciples and where they would cook the very recipes that he taught them for the pleasure of all the devotees. Everything, just sharing what Prabhupada had given him. I, I'd like to speak a few personal things and um, just what's coming to my mind. Um, the first time I ever met His Holiness Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj was in 1979. That was the first time he came to the United States of America. Um, he wanted to go to, to preach and to serve at Srila Prabhupada's various temples in America. And it was also the grand opening of Srila Prabhupada's palace at New Vrindavan. And I happened to be, um, I happened to be traveling and in the college towns and preaching, I believe at that time. And I came back to New Vrindavan. And when I came back, you know, I went to Srila Prabhupada's palace 
to have darshan of you know Srila Prabhupada and I believe I don't remember if it was just after the opening or just before, but in the little kitchen was Bhakti Charu Maharaj cooking. He would spend hours and hours every day, just all alone, cooking for Srila Prabhupada. And when I met him for the first time, there was just such beautiful, unforgettable connection that was in my heart. Here he was, a person who was so exalted in his service to Srila Prabhupada, his association with Srila Prabhupada, and the ver his very culture. He was born in Prabhupada's birthplace. Um, and he was just in the most humble spirit. He was just cooking for Srila Prabhupada. He was putting so much of his heart and his soul into everything he was cooking. And it was just to offer the deity of Srila Prabhupada. And I asked him if I could assist him just by washing his pots. I was a brahmachari at that time. Um, by washing his pots and and by cutting the vegetables, cleaning the floors, or any menial service I could do to assist him. And he, um, he, was, he was happy just doing it all himself. In fact, it kind of seemed like he just, he relished cleaning everything himself and cutting everything himself. But um, out of his kindness, he allowed me to help. And as I was just cleaning up for him, I could see the emotion in which he was performing his service. Everything was with such precision and such care because he was cooking for Srila Prabhupada. And just as he was cooking for Srila Prabhupada, in Rishikesh and in Brindaban and on all those places in Prabhupada's physical association, he was cooking for Srila Prabhupada in exactly the same mood as far as I can understand in separation to offer to his deity. And during that time, um, he was very quiet cooking but after the offering was made, and he would personally offer it himself, if I remember, um, he would tell me so many beautiful stories, incredible stories of his relationship with Srila Prabhupada during those last nine months of Prabhupada's Leela. And um, it was so special, so sweet, I considered Bhakti Charu Maharaj such an exalted personality. And yet, at the same time, such an intimate, loving friend. And this was special. It was, it was a relationship that was quite rare for me. 
because usually people who were in exalted positions of sannyasis or spiritual leaders, um, they, they were kind. And but I, I I only looked up to them with reverence to serve. With Srila Bhakti Swami Maharaj, not only did I feel that, but I feel I but he made me feel like an equal, like a friend, a person that could reveal his heart and I could reveal my heart as, as, as God brothers. And that was very special for me to have someone so exalted to be such a friend. Over the years, Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj, um, he continued his translations he traveled all over the world in so many places and so many devotees can give so many stories, you know, throughout America and throughout Europe. And he went to South, South Africa and Australia and all around India and all other places. And, um, but still his translation of the Bengali books was always the priority of his life because it was a direct instruction for Srila Prabhupada. And I believe it was in, um, I believe it was in 1995 that he completed 60 volumes, 60 volumes of Srila Prabhupada's books he had translated into Bengali. And for Srila Prabhupada's centennial in 1996, he offered them to Srila Prabhupada. When he finished that incredible historical service, he, he wanted to do something, something to really give people of the world an understanding of who Srila Prabhupada was, so that in whatever language they could have a deeper appreciation and a deeper submission to reading Srila Prabhupada's books and interacting with his movement. And Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj, such a rare, incredible soul. He was so deeply traditional and at the same time so profoundly um, open to, to, to connect Srila Prabhupada to the modern day. So through his culture, he decided he wanted to make a television series of Srila Prabhupada's life called Abhay Charan. And when devotees heard this, it sounded so um, impossible. <laughs> it sounded so um, extraordinary. You know, it, it's one thing to think it, to make an entire series that's going to be broadcast 
on Indian national television every week. It's Bhakti Charu Maharaj did it. His Abhaicharan series, I'm not sure how many episodes, but it went on for a long time. And I know some of the most prominent people of India who never really understood what our movement was, even though they may have been life members and everything like that. But when they saw the Abhaicharan series, they were glued to it. And they had their first real understanding of who is this A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Some of the, because I was preaching in India and I was meeting so many people and prominent people who were favorable, who were friends, but their appreciation for Srila Prabhupada was magnified hundreds and hundreds of times and their eagerness to serve our mission. What to speak of the common people? Yes, Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj, his Avaicharan was on Doordarshan, a major television network in India for, I believe, several years. And people were glued, looking forward all week to hear, to see what will Srila Prabhupada do next. I'm going to speak something else very personal. Um, and this is very much a part of the, the heart and the legacy of Radha Gopinath Temple. Um, for inconceivable reasons, which are um, too much to try to explain now, um, in Chopati, Mumbai, it was begun in a little tiny rat-infested room and gradually over the years grew to be a nice temple with thousands of, um, of congregation and many hundreds of brahmacharis, you know. And what happened is at the beginning, we, we started, we were not in ISKCON. And this is a mystery. Um, and because we were not for about eight years of developing, um, none of the leaders of ISKCON would ever come, especially in a public forum. And it was in 1993. I was sitting in my little room same room I have since 1987. And I got a phone call and it was Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj, who I hadn't seen in about eight years. And he was so kind, he was so gracious. And it just filled my heart because, um, you know, I was feeling so lonely for the association of my God brothers. And, he asked if he could come to our temple. And I said, yes, please come, come Sunday. So it was a Sunday and I was giving the Sunday feast lecture in the afternoon. 
there were hundreds and hundreds of devotees filling the room. And right in the middle of the lecture, Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj came through the door and he started walking through the crowd of devotees who were sitting on the floor. And when I saw him, it was such an emotional experience because never before in the history of our temple has a senior God brother come. And I got up from the asana and I was moving through the crowds of devotees sitting down and he was moving through this crowds of devotees sitting down and, and in the middle of it with hundreds and hundreds of people sitting around, we embraced and we embraced for a long time. And we all felt, we all felt such a reunion with Srila Prabhupada's movement at that moment. And he came and sat on the asana and he gave the class and what a wonderful class. He made everyone, he, he just quelled devotees' um, reservations about whatever may have been um, in the past. And that was, that was a major breakthrough in Radha Gopinath Temple's history when he came to the temple. And many of you who are um, with us today remember that moment because it was unforgettable. And we were having yatras. Bhakti Charu Maharaj, after his talk, we went back in my room and we sat and, and talked together, just the two of us for many hours and we're revealing our hearts to each other. And he was just so understanding and so encouraging and so loving and, and yet giving such beautiful guidance. And he invited, come to Mayapur for your yatra and stay at the Iskan Mayapur Chandra Daya temple. He said, I will make all arrangements for all your devotees. So this was something wonderful. We were going to be staying at the Iskan temple. And when we came that year, several hundred devotees, when we arrived in Mayapur, Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj and His Holiness, Srila Jai Patak Swami Maharaj, the reception that we received, we weren't even in Iskan at that time. The reception that we received was like no other we had ever received. There was so much love. There was such beautiful ceremonies. There was such um, respect exchanged that um, everyone who experienced that from Radha Gopinath Temple understood that yes, this is truly our family and this is truly our home. And it's Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj and His Holiness Jaipatak Swami Maharaj who made that possible. Their graciousness, their kindness, their love, their... Srila Prabhupada was, was manifesting through them to all of the devotees. And when we would go out on Parikramas, Regularly, Jaipatak Swami Maharaj and or Bhakti Charu Maharaj would come out and explain the holy places of Mayapur Dham. When we'd come back to the temple, they would 
both arranged such incredible, wonderful, special prasad and everything. And that's something I'm forever grateful for. And soon after that, officially Radhagopinath Temple and all, and, and its branches all came back into Srila Prabhupada's movement of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. And we owe so much to Bhakti Charu Maharaj and Jai Patak Maharaj for that. Um, when I would come to Mayapur, because I was made a GBC, when I would come for the meetings and for the festival, Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj so affectionately would always invite me to stay in his room with him. And I remember the first year, um, I was right in his room and we would sleep next to each other at night and we would bathe in the same little bathroom and, and it was just the two of us in the room. But I remember something that affected me so deeply and still does at around midnight. We would take rest around nine or 10 and around midnight, every night, I would hear Bhakti Charu Maharaj in his little office translating Srila Prabhupada's books in Bengali. This was 1994, 1995, 1996. He would be translating from midnight till about four in the morning. And seven days a week, such a devotion. When did he sleep? I couldn't understand. But I remember every night when I would, I would just wake up in the middle of the night and I knew for sure that he would not be sleeping in his little cot next to me, but rather he would be in his little office just behind with his dictaphone offering Srila Prabhupada's divine words into the Ganga of the, of the Bengali language. He took Prabhupada's instruction to him as his life and soul. Srila Prabhupada would quote Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur that the path of devotional service really is to take the order of the spiritual master as one's life and soul, to be resolute in purpose with one aim. And I could see that. I could feel that. I could hear that. It was very transforming experience. At that particular season, um, something was growing in Mayapur that in the middle of the night, one night, I had a severe asthma attack. And I really could not breathe. And at that time, I didn't have appropriate medicines. And um, I was literally on the verge of death because I just couldn't breathe. 
due to the asthma, some allergy reaction. And I remember throughout the whole night, and this went on for several nights, Bhakti Charu Maharaj would stay up with me and sit right next to me. And there wasn't much he could do medically because we didn't have any proper medicines. He would, whatever he had, he would give me, but nothing was working, but he would just be there with me. And I would tell him, please go back to your translations. Please go back to your taking rest. Don't stay up. There's nothing you could do. And I would be, you know, hardly able to breathe. And he would just have tears in his eyes, just looking at me with so much compassion. He said, no, I'm here with you. I'm here with you. And he would just sit with me all night through these asthma attacks. And I understood what, what is devotee care? We speak about devotee care, but in devotee care, we could make many strategies which are very important and we can make many policies which are very important. But what really gives life to all of these things is when we really care in the core of our heart, when we really care about devotees. And here, Bhakti Charu Maharaj, he was guru, he was GBC, he was one of Prabhupada's inner circle intimate associates. And and yet, you know, little me, he was sitting beside me, you know, all night for several nights, just just praying for me and chanting for me and trying to help me. Um, I, I learned much from that experience. It was, when I think back, it was a challenge, but it's one of those situations where even a great crisis was an opportunity to grow and to learn. And in this sense, I really, I, I could see the idea of devotee care. I could see the compassion of a Vaishnava for another Vaishnava, another fallen soul, what, what it could really be like. And that was beautiful. And of course, Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj, um, he, either he himself would cook or he would have devotees who he trained cooking. And every day for lunch in Mayapur, and this was there for every year, he would always have invite God brothers and God sisters and other devotees to come and join him for very the most incredible prasad. Um, and he insisted that I stay with him every year for all the meetings and for the whole festival. And whenever I was in Mayapur, and I did it for several years, but then I was thinking that, um, you know, I'm, he's, he's extending himself so much, but, you know, I'm intruding in his, in, in, in his life by, by being here in the same room with him. So I expressed that to him. So he gave me a little room next to his. But then what happened is when I was in the room next to him the next year, he was always coming to the room. What do you need? How can I serve you? He was always sending his people. And I, I didn't want to be a burden. So 
then I decided to get a little room, a simple little room in the Gada building in Sri Mayapur. And Bhakti Tsaru Maharaj, he, he, in his transcendental Bengali motherly affection, he, um, he seemed so sad. Why are you moving to the Gada building? You should stay with me. And I said, Maharaj, you know, I, I need to give you your own space. And he said, no, no, I want you. But I remained in the Gada building. But still, you know, how many times he would invite me for lunch prasad and, and um, the world's best prasad. Um, I, I'm remembering um, Gaur Govinda Maharaj, His Holiness Gaur Govinda Maharaj, how Bhakti Charu Maharaj was so much um, in such a loving way um, honoring and respecting Gaur Govinda Maharaj and Gaur Govinda Maharaj's realizations. And at the time when Gaur Govinda Maharaj um, disappeared from this world on the holy occasion of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur's appearance day in Sri Mayapur Dham, um, this great Mahabhagavad Vaishnav, um, Srimati Radharani and Sri Madhava, Srila Prabhupada, you know, took him away from us on a physical level. And I remember Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj and Bhakti Swarup Damodar Maharaj and myself and just a couple other devotees. Um, we went, we left Mayapur and we left all the meetings to go to Bhuvaneshwar for the Samadhi ceremony. We went by train and during that train ride, I had such, we were having such beautiful discussions and seeing the relation of Bhakti Swarup Damodar Maharaj and Bhakti Charu Maharaj was something so special to me because Bhakti Swarup Damodar Maharaj and Bhakti Charu Maharaj were both so dear and so close to Srila Prabhupada and seeing their interactions with each other and feeling their kindness upon me and, and, and feeling and seeing their profound appreciation for Gaur Govinda Maharaj was a very, very special lesson and experience that um, I think should be shared with the world. And then along with Gaur Govinda Maharaj's um, followers, you know, uh, these senior devotees shared their realizations and their appreciations and, and shared their love and separation from this great Vaishnava. All three such intimate associates of Prabhupada. And I'm remembering just about 35 hours before Tamal Krishna Goswami, not even that, just about 28 hours before Tamal Krishna Goswami was taken from this world. I was 
having a discussion with him. We talked about three or four hours together, just the two of us. First we walked around, then he took me to his room. And I remember it toward the end of our discussion, we discussed so many different subjects, Prabhupada, philosophy, the state of affairs of Iskand, the future. We discussed so many things and we were revealing our hearts so beautifully. And I remember just toward the end, he was telling me what, what he wants to do in the future. We're sitting in his room in Mayapur. I can picture it now. And he said, after I graduate from Cambridge University with PhD, I want to start a Vaishnav college, an educational institution for Vaishnav studies. And eventually I want it to be in Mayapur, but I want to start it in Calcutta. And Srila Tamal Krishna Goswami said, I have several Bengali disciples and, I, and, and they're very educated and they're very surrendered. And he said, I want to do this with Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj. He started to praise Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj. He said, I love to serve with him. He said, in 1977, we shared the same room in Brindaban as I was Prabhupada's secretary and he was Prabhupada's personal assistant or servant. And we did everything together for Srila Prabhupada. And we just served so, with, so well together. And he said, even though Bhakti Charu Maharaj is elder than me in age, and he's coming from true Vaishnav culture of Bengal, and he's such an advanced devotee, he still sees me, Tamal Krishna Goswami said, he still sees me as his older brother. Because during those days with Srila Prabhupada in Vrindavan, you know, I was in charge of everything and he was serving under me. Even today, years later, he still sees me as his older brother in Prabhupada's service. And Tamal Krishna Goswami Maharaj was expressing to me with so much feeling, I love to serve with him. And he's the perfect person to serve with me to establish this university. He's from Calcutta. He's Bengali. He's, he, he's a surrendered soul to Srila Prabhupada. And we have such an intimate relationship. And that was very special. And that was one of the last things that Tamal Krishna Goswami said to me before we parted. And Srila Prabhupada took him from our physical association. And I'm remembering when I was at the bedside of Bhakti Tirta Swami Maharaj, um, his personal caretakers, Brajalila 
ache of ear, they would express to me how much love and support they were getting from Bhakti Taru Swami Maharaj. And Bhakti Tirtha Maharaj would speak with such reverence and such love for Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj. And during those last weeks, and after Bhakti Tirtha Maharaj departed from this world, Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj was so much attentive to, to care for, to protect, to encourage the devotees in his loving service to Bhakti Tirtha Swami Maharaj. When we speak about devotee care, um, Bhakti Charu Maharaj very much um, becomes present in my mind and in my heart. The place where Krishna and Balaram and Sudama were educated in arts and crafts and knowledge by Sandipani Muni is Ujjain. And Bhakti Charu Maharaj, he was inspired to start a project there. And really incredible. It's one of the places of Kumbha Mela. It's one of the holiest places of Antidesh, according to the holy scriptures. But there was practically nothing really happening there in Iskand. And Bhakti Charu Maharaj, he made connections with people there and decided to build one of the most beautiful major temples in all of Iskand. And he did it. I believe within about 10 months, there was a beautiful marble temple with exquisite deities and guest house and, and restaurant, everything. Is, is, and like Bhakti Charu Maharaj, everything was in such an artistic, perfectional way, designed and executed. Bhakti Charu Maharaj was made the minister of culture for Srila Prabhupada's worldwide movement. And what culture he exhibited in his life, he exhibits in his life, and what culture he exhibits through his disciples and in whatever he does. Um, in Ujjain, um, he wanted to share so much with devotees. He created an, the, the first and best Ayurvedic center in ISKCON. And he was inviting devotees from all over the world to come for their health, for authentic traditional Ayurveda. And he, he, he's developing so many crafts, um, making Prabhupada mortis, making mortis of the parampara, making vyasasans, and uh, just, just wonderful to give opportunity for devotees to have these wonderful gifts accessible to them. And he's nothing like him. Um, I know he travels all over the world, but I'd like to just express some of my profound appreciation of some of the places that I regularly would meet him and meet him. Um, London, 
the effect that Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj has in London is profound. Um, Shruti Dharma Prabhu, who just this year has departed, um, one of the very best well-wishing friends I've ever had in my life, Shruti Dharma Prabhu, so mature, so self-realized, so dedicated, so humble, so kind, and how much inspiration he would take from Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj. He was constantly in contact with Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj. And Bhakti Charu Maharaj, along with Pranabandhu Prabhu and Gauri Das Prabhu and Shruti Dharma Prabhu, um, how much they would have projects and programs and cultivate people in London. And Bhakti Charu Maharaj, his prominence there was so um, transcendentally pleasing to the heart. Um, many of the most um, surrendered and dedicated devotees in London are, are disciples or, and or followers of Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj. Um, Shruti Dharma Prabhu was certainly a Shiksha disciple of Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj. Um, Harivamsa, there's so many devotees I, I cannot speak of all of them, but I'd like to speak something about those who have departed. Hari Vamsa Prabhu, one of the most instrumental devotees in spreading Krishna consciousness, who, who left us a few years ago physically, was a completely surrendered soul to Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj. Rameshwar Prabhu, who left us earlier this year, um, from the coronavirus. He was one of the leaders of the whole project, of so many of the projects in, in London and in the UK. He was one of the very faithful, loving associates of Bhakti Charu Maharaj. And interestingly, although London was so prominent, the largest devotional community outside of India, for sure, um, and so much of it was inspired by Maharaj with, with Shruti Dharma Prabhu, Gauri Prabhu, and Pranabandhu Prabhu. Um, Bhakti Charu Maharaj very much was instrumental along with these other leaders in inspiring devotees, not just to dedicate their lives to expanding Krishna consciousness in London, but to expand Krishna consciousness all over the world. I think more than any other temple in the world, you know, the, the Bhaktivedanta Manor was helping so many other projects worldwide. And that was so much the spirit of Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj. He saw such a global vision of serving Srila Prabhupada and Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission. And he was there for everyone, everywhere, whenever he was called upon. Um, Naveen Krishna Prabhu, 
another disciple of Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj, he established the Krishna Avanti schools, which is a historical, educational, cultural project that's expanding like anything within Lord Chaitanya's movement. Bhakti Charu Maharaj himself and through his followers, they have done things that are truly um, to be recognized, appreciated, and prayed for. I remember one time my beloved God brother and mentor, His Holiness Sachinandan Swami Maharaj, invited me to come to Germany. I believe it was Cologne for a Rathiatra. And while we were there, after it started raining and pouring very, very hard, and it was raining during the parade, and we were all dancing together, and Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj was with us. And then um, there was a beautiful um, dance performance. Praja um, Sundari and so many wonderful devotees were performing. And what happened is at the time of Prasad, we were in this, under this little tent and it was pouring, pouring rain. And Bhakti Charu Maharaj, Sachinana Maharaj, myself, and we were sitting together at this little table. We couldn't go anywhere because it was raining so hard. And Bhakti Charu Maharaj came up with this idea that he wanted to have a satsang program on a major ocean line cruiser. And he wanted Sachinan and Swami and myself to join it. And this was something that was quite unheard of, never done before, and it seemed quite impossible. Uh, but so Sachinan and Maharaj and myself were just trying to take Prasad and, and associate nicely, but he was really, really enthusiastic. He said, promise me that you will come and you will join us for this ocean liner cruise satsang on the Atlantic Ocean. Um, so we actually, we thought this will never happen, but we, we should just make Maharaj happy by saying yes. And soon after he did it, he and his incredible disciples, they organized the first ocean liner cruise satsang where there was this gigantic ship leaving from, I think, Southampton. It was an ocean liner ship. And um, we had a, like a whole area to have our kirtans and our lectures. And, and he arranged rooms for us and he arranged special prasad for us. And um, it was interesting because it was really luxurious, but the whole time I was seasick. And Bhakti Charu Maharaj just, you know, even though he was overseeing and managing everything that was going on along with some of his very dear associates, you know, he was practically constantly trying to see to my health. 
It was truly a historical, wonderful event. When I would come to Los Angeles, he would love to call me wherever he was. His dear late disciple, Twarkadish Prabhu. Um, Twarkadish Prabhu and family would, would, would make beautiful connections for me to meet with Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj when I was in Los Angeles. And Rupanuga Prabhu and his wonderful family. They live in Irvine, near Laguna Beach. And Rupanuga Prabhu, one of the disciples, followers of Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj, is such a dedicated soul, um, rendering such tremendous service for our whole movement. He's the, he's the president the leader of the um, GBC College. He's one of the most important leaders of the Laguna Beach Temple. Um, in, in whatever way, he's a professor with a PhD who's a teacher, and but yet he extends so much of his time for the International Society of Krishna Consciousness and for all the devotees primarily in education and culture. These are the types of people who are following Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj. And practically whenever I would go to um, Los Angeles, I, if, if Bhakti Charu Maharaj was there, he would invite me to Rupanuga Prabhu's house for lunch prasad and we would talk sometimes for many hours. Um, I think I'm over time. Um, Calcutta. I, I need to say something about Calcutta. Prabhupada's birthplace, Bhakti Charuswami Maharaja's birthplace, the, the main city in Godadesh, in Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Bengal. Um, and so many pastimes of so many of the Lord's intimate associates took place in and around Calcutta. Um, it was one of the first temples that Srila, if not the first temple that Srila Prabhupada actually established in India was Calcutta. And um, Srila Prabhupada wanted a glorious temple to be built there. He said, this is my birthplace. This is the center of Bengal, Lord Chaitanya's place. He said, we should have a wonderful temple here. And he wrote letters to that effect. And um, Bhakti Charu Maharaj has been so attentive to do that, along with the other GBCs, Jaipatak Swami Maharaj, Bhakti Purushwata Maharaj. Um, Whenever I go to Calcutta, because I happen to be one of the co-GBCs with Bhakti Charu Maharaj and Jai Patak Maharaj and Bhakti Purushwata Maharaj, whenever I go there to visit, one of the things I know I'll see is big banners. In India, they call them hoardings. In America, like billboards, I'd see big banners advertising 
wonderful Bhagavat not wonderful Bhagavat Katas by Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj. And even though he's so many places in the world with so much to do, he gives more time to Calcutta to do major programs than anyone in the world. And he's so much intimately and constantly in contact with all the leaders there to deal with, you know, all the challenges and all the issues that are there. And, you know, he's in, in our dialogues, you know, he, wherever he sees a need, he's right there to serve, you know, for, for this beautiful temple that he wants to build for Srila Prabhupada. Um, you know, he's, and so eager to raise funds, um, to, to help acquire lands. And, you know, people should know how much uh, this is such a dear project to Bhakti Chairu Swami Maharaj, because it represents something so special and dear in the glorification of Srila Prabhupada. <clears throat> the Temple of the Vedic Planetarium, the TOVP, another of Srila Prabhupada's dreams in Sri Mayapur Dham, Bhakti Churu Maharaj, everything he possibly can. He's been there with Ambarish Prabhu and Brajvilas Prabhu and the others to, to open up every door he has practically to help build the TOVP. And seeing the situation of the world, um, he wanted to do something wonderful in the United States of America. He wants to do something very special. And he, um, he somehow got land for a, for a environmental community, a cultural community in Florida. And he has such a vision, incredible vision. At certain times, Srila Prabhupada would say, we will conquer people's hearts through Krishna conscious culture. Sometimes Prabhupada would say, we are not a religion, we are a cultural movement. And Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj, as the very heart of the culture for our movement, um, is, is, he's done so much in Europe, he's done so much in India, He's traveled and preached so much in America, and he's, he's putting much of his energy now in developing a wonderful community and a wonderful cultural center and a wonderful farm community. And he understands how much cow protection is dear to Srila Prabhupada. So, you know, he's, he's doing that as a service. And being in India at this very dangerous time of the coronavirus, COVID-19, um, he felt such a deep calling to go to Florida to develop this project. He felt a need, he felt Prabhupada calling him there and he traveled and now he's in Florida. And um, by the inconceivable um, mercy of Krishna. That's the way he sees everything. Um, he's now 
in critical condition um, in a hospital in Florida. And at this particular time, um, we can cry and we can pray and we could chant um, because we need Maharaj. We need Maharaj, we love Maharaj, we depend on Maharaj for so much individually and as a movement and the world needs Maharaj. Still, Srila Prabhupada and Sri Sri Radha Madhav, Sri Panchatattva, they have the whole holistic supreme plan for their most intimate, loving, surrendered devotees. So as we're praying, and as we're crying, and as we're chanting for his health, we follow in his footsteps and we surrender to Krishna. Maharaj only wants to please you. Whatever pleases you, we accept. But we beg you, Krishna, if it is your desire, let him be with us for more time. And this is the spirit that he has taught us in his live love for us. And this is the spirit of the love he wants to share us to share with each other. This verse from Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita where the great king Prataparudra is sweeping a street and who is receiving the complete mercy of the Lord. Um, Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj exemplifies this so much. And today being Gundicha Marjana, a day that very much represents cleaning our heart through humble service and sincere, dedicated hearing and chanting is a very special day for all of us to be together, to share our profound prayers for our life and soul. A disciple of Srila Prabhupada, who personified, who personifies Srila Prabhupada's mercy in such a special way to each of us. If possible, I, I'm just talking to this camera. I don't even know if anyone's there, but I hope so. Um, let us have a little kirtan together. In, in a prayer for Srila Bhakti Charu Swami Maharaj. Um, in this prayer that we have been meditating on, let us chant together. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Itinamine.
if you could turn the sound on for some of the people. You could turn the sound on so we could hear the response to the kirtan. Yes, March. Namaste, Saraswati Deve, Gauravani Pracharine, Nirvishesha Shunyavadi, Paschatyadeshatarine. Namaste, Krishna Chaitanya. Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sri Vasadi Gaur Bhakta Brinda Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Hari Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Rama Hari Rama 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 Hari 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 Krishna Hari Krishna 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 Hari 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 Rama Hari Rama 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 Hari Hari Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare Hari Rama, Hari Rama, Rama Rama, Hari Hari. Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hari Hari. 
हरे राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Jaya Jaya Prabhupada, Prabhupada, Prabhupada. Prabhupada. Jaya Jaya Prabhupada. 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 Jaya Jaya Gurudev. 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 Jaya Jaya Gurudev. Gurudev. Thank you very much.